My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to this week's edition of the Oddscast podcast. I'm Donald DeLeo alongside Joe DeLera, Terry Cates, Bruce Corey. We have NFL Week 10 action. It is Masters Weekend. If you did not listen to our dot, dot, dot in the whole podcast, the Masters Special Edition, please go listen to it. Get some analysis for the live bets into the weekend. But if you're wondering why we're not talking any Masters, it's because we already did a full podcast on it. This podcast will be likely mostly devoted to the NFL Week 10. Terry, Joe, I wanted to start out this podcast by talking about the expansion of the NFL playoffs, if indeed there are going to be cancellations of games. Uh, the NFL coming out and saying that if there are games canceled and weeks pushed back, they will expand the playoffs to 16 teams, which means there will be eight and eight on each. The last two teams remaining um, uh, you know, on the outside looking in right now in the AFC, it would be the Browns, the eighth seed at five and three and the Bears at five and four, the eighth seed in the NFC. What do you think about this? Do you put any thought into it at all? Or are you just kind of waiting out this COVID wave like the rest of us? I think it sucks. Like, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's fucking stupid. Just put a bye week. Okay. You know, Tell us how you really feel. I, th- I hate it. I hate this so much. I mean, like, if you look at the AFC – uh, the Steelers are what the number one seed, the Steelers are the number one seed right now. And they would go into the playoffs as the one seed and not have had a buy since week three because of mm-hmm. a COVID issue that wasn't even their fault. So like, I fucking hate this. Like, I think this is stupid. Uh, just put another bye weekend. Okay. Terry, any other, uh, do you have as, as strong of an opinion as Joe? Uh, no. More the merrier. Let's get all the teams <laughs> in there. Let's 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 seed them. 32, 32 teams. You got two regions right there. Steelers you know. versus Jets uh, playing game. Yeah, or, or, or for one one against sixteen. Yeah, one v sixteen. I mean, we didn't get the we didn't get the tournament this year, so might as well. You know, I I need to fill in some sort of bracket. I'm looking at the playoff picture right now, and. I just wanted to a apologize to you, Terry, because the Miami Dolphins are the seventh team in right now. The seventh I can't. Wild card. I can't wait for or to hit seven out of the eight legs of the divisional podcast parlay, and the one that doesn't hit is the NFC East, where I picked <laughs> AFC Dolphins, AFCs or AFCs, where I picked the Dolphins and I got double vetoed by both of you. I think though we did take the Cowboys in that, yeah. and I think we alive. also I think we also took the Vikings, who are who are who just had two divisional wins, um, and have a chance for a third divisional win this weekend um, on Monday night against the Bears. But they did beat the the Packers and the Lions in succession, and only sit three games out in the NFC North. Uh, any other surprises as we look at this? We have Steelers at the number one seed, 8-0. I did see uh, the last, like, 10 teams that have gone 8-0 on Twitter um, The have not won the Super Bowl. The Niners were 8-0 last year. I think the Patriots were 8-0. Um, so those were the two teams last year. Hmm. Um, so we got Steelers, 8-0, number one seed. Chiefs eight and one, Bills at seven and two, and then the Titans at six and two, and then the three wild cards are the Ravens, 
the Raiders and the Dolphins. Yeah, Raiders. Any team in those uh, three wildcard spots that you think are going to eventually fall out of the wildcard race? We have the Browns. Colts looking in at five and three. Very important game tonight um, against the Titans. If they do win that game, I, I don't think they're going to take overtake the Titans um, in terms of division. Actually, they might. It's a tough game. That's a really tough game. And then 10, you have the Broncos, the Pats, and kind of some teams sitting there, three wins. So there, there's a little bit of a gap in between. Um, we have two five-win teams looking in with the Browns and the Colts. Uh, your thoughts on whether either of those teams – let's do that, Browns and Colts, either of those teams overtake the Ravens, Titans, Dolphins, Raiders. Um, I think the, maybe the Colts. Maybe the Colts, but um, I would think that the Raiders are probably more likely to fall out of it. Um, don't really have a strong feeling about why, but like I feel like the Colts' defense is good enough to get them into the playoffs. So, kind of my Col- thought. Colts' defense, uh, top three scoring defense in fantasy, and sits unclaimed in our uh, in our personal league. Probably in a lot of leagues around. Around the country, um, their top five defense, top three defense in DVOA, and top three scoring defense in fantasy. So they are real. Terry, are the Dolphins real? Uh, yeah, the Dolphins are real. Have you watched a fucking game? <laughs> their defense, you know, they make plays when they need to. Their bend don't break defense, you know. Um, and two is two is the real deal. What else do you want me to say? I want Ooh. you. To- they're a little thin at wide receiver now because Preston Williams goes on the IR. But uh, out of those three teams, I think the Raiders are actually pretty good. Uh, I, I don't really see any of them falling out. I, I see the Browns kind of fading, um, yeah. doing Browns things. I think. I mean, the Browns have to play the Ravens and the Steelers. Yeah, and not yeah. having Odell turned out to be kind of a big deal. Um, so I, I want to believe in the Colts, but. Philip Rivers is their quarterback, and if something's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong for him, <laughs> as we saw with the fumble uh, return Tackle. for a touchdown where he yeah. just fell and then grasped at the air. That was hilarious. And then just slammed his arms in just disgust. And you know he said, like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do like – went home and impregnated his wife. <laughs> Um, I like the Colts. I, I think they'll make it in at some point, um, but you know we'll see. There, there's a lot of three-win teams that we probably could cross off at this point. Um, you know, the Patriots might be the only team that I could see making a run. Maybe the Texans, if I actually fuck, scratch that, because um, <laughs> Ro- Romeo 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 Cornell's their coach. Uh, but Deshaun Watson does have an easy schedule down the stretch. Let's go to the NFC real quick uh, before we go to our segments. The Saints, go marching six in. and two, sit at the top of the NFC South, sit atop of the NFC if the season were to end today as the number one seed with a bye, and sit atop the Week 9 DVOA rankings. The Saints are back. I said this uh, last podcast that, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the Saints, and I said they were in a good position because they didn't turn it on yet, and they were still sitting at 5-2. and two. They shellack the Bucks, and now look to be probably, you know, 
maybe arguably the best team in the league. What do you guys think about the Saints and uh, the state of the NFC? The NFC is probably more – I feel like it's more exciting. Like, there's there's a lot more movement among the teams um, in this, in terms of the standings. Uh, I think the Saints are good. I mean, I bet I bet on the Saints like you did before the season started. I have them to win the NFC, and I have them to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm glad that it looks like they're rounding into shape a little bit. And uh, I think it's good that Michael Thomas is back. Uh, definitely can't hurt to have a better, you know, receiving option regardless of how much he was used this past week. Uh, I know he's trying to, we're trying to acclimate him back into the system. So I like the, I like the saints. I mean, let me, uh, let me paint I mean, the picture a little bit for uh, paint, Terry. Paint me like um, a French girl. Because road to get to the playoffs and, you know, just uh, Joe, Joe just cut out, but you're, yeah, you're still talking. <laughs> oh. The internet didn't want to hear me. Let me let me let me paint a picture for Terry just because I didn't go over the NFC. Uh, we have the Saints one, Seahawks two, three Packers, and then four is the Philadelphia Eagles because one team from the NFC East has to get into the playoffs. Uh, quick, 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 Gautier shout out of the week. Uh, Gautier of the week is Ron Rivera, who is not going back to Dwayne Haskins, even though he, uh, in my humble opinion gives this Washington football team the best chance to win the division. I think Alex Smith, I think I saw Ian Harrods of the uh, of Pro Football Focus say he checks down, I think, at double. You know, he's he leads the league in checkdowns, and he leads almost double the rate of what the second-place guy in checkdowns is. Um, it's not a great situation for Terry McLaurin. And I really think if the Washington football team had a little bit more of an explosive offense, I could see them fighting back in this division. But I just want to say Ron Rivera, um, Gautier of the week, especially after losing to the Giants last week. Um, and really just disappointing. Disappointing game all around. Disappointing coaching. Ron Rivera, my Gautier of the week. Anybody else have any Gautiers before we go into the wild cards? Um, I mean, to go along with Ron Rivera, Dwayne Haskins. Just where has he been? You see Ron Rivera said something like now that he can actually learn to prepare for a game or something. Like there's no way that they keep him after this season. Um, my Gautier of the week is Russell Wilson's MVP chances with four turnovers um, against the Bills in a, in a, in a bad, not a bad loss, but they did not look great. Um, and no one's talking about how much Russell Wilson has turned the ball over in the past four weeks, but I, I will stand on that hill and I will stand on the rooftop and yell, he's turning Terry, the ball over a lot. Terry's uh, going to start a conversation. He's going to start a dialogue. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, so what do you Bucks, want to know? What? So bucks, five Cardinals, Rams, six, seven. Looking in is the Bears and the Niners at eight and uh, nine, respectively. Any, you know, I guess the question here at the NFC, real quick before we go into odds versus SPY, uh, are the Cardinals real at five and three, two and zero oh in the division, stacked NFC West, and the teams that can overtake them, the Bears at five and four, Niners at four and five. And then we have a bunch of three-win teams, Vikings, Lions, Falcons, Panthers. Any, any, you like you any could, of those you teams? You could just tell the listeners to Google the standings. <laughs> I, 
I'm trying to get your sense of what where the league is at right now. Oh. Because the playoff picture is starting to take shape. We have seven more weeks, six more weeks probably until we figure out what's going on. So it's not a not not a bad time to start looking. I think they're good enough. Um, I think they'll stay in the playoffs, but I I don't like them. Like <laughs> that makes sense. Like I think they'll I think they'll keep a playoff seat the spot, but especially if there's fucking eight teams. Um, but, but I don't I don't think that I'm not inspired by the Bears and the 49ers. So um, but I'm not buying the Cardinals to get out of the first round. I I'm buying the Cardinals. I think they're a very good team. I think the thing holding them back <clears throat> is most likely Cliff Kingsbury. He's made some very odd decisions the past few weeks, um, kicking a field goal with two minutes left in overtime on second down from 40 something oh, yards. Bizarre. Um, and then against the Dolphins, he was pretty aggressive on, on fourth downs. He had a lot of fourth and ones or less than ones. Um, they converted on most of them. Uh, but then on that final drive where Zane Gonzalez missed the field goal, he, he throws it. Kyler made a bad throw on third down, and then they don't get it on fourth down. Or, no, I'm thinking of a different sequence. They kick the field goal from wherever, 50-something yards, which he comes up short, um, which, like, was really weird to watch. I don't know how that happened. And you, like, could read his lips, and he's like, I don't know what happened. Um, so I feel like there's some odd, odd decisions that Cliff Kingsbury has made. So if anything, I think the team's talented. I think he still has some things to learn, um, as an NFL head coach. All right. Odds versus SPY. Again, this is the segment where we try and beat the overall standard of four 500 market. Uh, we are, we went four and five last week. Thank you, Terry Takes, for going three and zero and saving saving our asses. We are now twenty eight sixteen and one uh, through the season for a plus twenty point four percent return on investment. The SPY is up two point seven eight two dollars and seventy eight cents since we started this. Uh, it is up four point six seven percent. This is probably going to be an interesting time in terms of the actual market and because we might hover around 20 to 30 percent and then we just have to be at the whims of the market yeah you know we got a potentially contested uh electoral college process the markets might react is that bad you know i don't know we'll see uh but we are going to start this week. It is my pick because I had the worst performing week. Again, I'm sorry. Blame Ron Rivera. Blame uh, Jake Ludock, whoever the fuck the quarterback is for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I said it was a backdoor cover uh, stop that the rookie quarterback was playing, and he backdoor fucking covered me. So I am going to start. I'm going to go to that crowded NFC West, and I am going to go to Los Angeles where the – Five and three Los Angeles Rams are coming off a bye and playing the Seattle Seahawks at six and two with a chance to overtake them in the division. The Rams are minus one and a half point favorites. I am buying Sean McVay off a bye. Defense is going to be well rested. The Seahawks, I think, you know, either you got to outscore the Seahawks because they do have a good offense um, and just kind of hope they make some mistakes. But the Seahawks pass defense is atrocious. 
They are 24th overall defensively ranked, and they are in the bottom uh, five of the league in pass defense, according to DVOA. The Rams are one of three teams that have a top 10 offense and defense, according to DVOA. New Orleans and Arizona, surprisingly, are the other two teams. I think the Rams are just a more balanced team. I think that they win this game and kind of control the tempo. I think they could do whatever they want coming off a bye against this putrid Seattle Seahawks defense. And I think that Sean McVay, Jared Goff, get it done, and they win pretty comfortably. I'm taking the Rams minus one and a half. The Seahawks defense is bad. So bad. I mean, but that's, the, but that's the thing about the NFC, um, that there's no real complete team. Everyone's had a really bad game. Yeah. Like the Seahawks had against the Bills. The Bucks just had one. The Saints had one. Packers had one at the Bucks. Just a whole whole lot. A whole lot. Everybody has a bad game against somebody else. Yeah. Just draw me that chart. The <laughs> I need trans, that uh the always chart. Trans what's the word? Transitive. Transitive property. Oh, that one. Yeah. And then it somehow has like the Giants beating everybody. Yes. <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, Joe, you're next. Okay. So my first pick this week is Ravens minus seven against the Patriots. Um, I love this pick so much. The Ravens are the number one ranked uh, defensive DVOA team in terms of rush defense. And you know who cannot throw the fucking football? The New England Patriots. Um, they can't throw the ball. They have to run the ball. And I think they're going to really, I think they're going to struggle immensely in this game against the Ravens. Also, the Ravens love to run the ball. And you know who is second worst in defending the run? The New England Patriots. So I, I love this game. I think that the Ravens are going to absolutely destroy the Patriots. And uh, I take this minus seven every time. Every time. I, I think the angle with the run defense is good um, because the Patriots are just so one-dimensional. They just can't throw the ball, like, at all. So, well, you know, I think you force Cam to, you know, try to do it. And if they beat you, they beat you. But I highly doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see it happening. And I don't think that they're going to stay within seven points. All right. Terry, Fair. two picks to you. Two picks to me. Um, my first pick is the Cincinnati Bungles plus seven, the Joe Burrows, the Kings of Ohio, kind of, maybe, maybe not. Um, going on the road to Heinz Field, tough place to play. Um, but Steelers got the Coco. Um, Big Ben was in close contact, didn't, didn't test, I don't think he tested positive. He was just in close contact with someone that tested positive. So if he passes his test, he'll be able to play. Um, but let's say he doesn't play. You get Mason Rudolph, but who's absolutely trash. But if he does play, it's not like Big Ben has been that great this year. Um, their defense on PFF is ranked 30th. Uh, and it's really just a, a defensive football team. I think Joe Burrow is a talented player. Their offense is pretty good. Uh, and I think they'll be able to score some points, even though a lot of – there's a good number of players on the IR um, for the um, Bengals. But I just, I trust that this is, if anything, a backdoor cover game. Joe, Joey Cool comes in at the end 
uh, gets gets a touchdown, covers a seven. If if Big Ben comes back, this line will probably shoot up. So you're you're taking a I guess a little bit of a risk taking the seven because that's on the assumption that Mason Rudolph plays. But uh, I, you're still getting a key number in seven, and you can always you know if you want to do half a position at seven, wait to see the news on Big Ben. You can always hit hit it once it goes up once he's uh, determined to be playing. Uh, also, look ahead game for the Steelers because they play the Jags next week. <laughs> uh, so, because it's a snake, I'm a snake. Um, my next pick is the tonight's game, the Tennessee Titans, the Tennessee Tannehills uh, against uh, the Indianapolis Colts. The tight the lines are all over the place. You got Titans minus one. You got Titans plus one. I don't think it matters. I think the Titans win this game. Um, my thing is, I'm just fading old quarterbacks that don't have an arm anymore. That's Philip Rivers. Um, he's not great. He's not been great outside the dome this year. I think they're, if, you know, excluding last week's game against the Ravens, they were, I think, three and zero at home against the spread. Um, on the road, not so much. Um, and I just I, the Titans, their red zone offense kind of went. Their efficiency went down a little bit, you know. But you saw they could win a game last week against the Bears, where you know Ryan Tannehill isn't five from five from the red zone, um, and they can make plays on defense. So I think this is a this is a game on a short week where. You know, the Colts are a little uh, banged up. Titans are, you know, Taylor Luan out for the year with a torn ACL. So the line for them is a little banged up. But I, I just, in terms of talent, I, I think the Titans have more of it. Um, I think the coaches are evenly matched. So I'm, I'm going to take the team with the better quarterback. Uh, Dom's MVP uh, candidate, Ryan Tannehill. So give me the Titans on a short week. Actually, or plus one. That was me. I'm uh, I'm I'm on the Colts here. I'm sorry. I'm on the Colts too. I think. But okay. Just the the, the the defense is too good. Also, let me throw this stat at you. Okay. Doing some deep dive. Philip Rivers, 29, 21, and one in primetime games. Oh wow, that's cool. Twenty nine. What was it? Twenty nine, twenty one, and one. Ah. Uh, our playoff games not primetime. This is all regular season only. Uh, I mean, okay. the Chargers only played at four o'clock anyway. On so I don't know seven <laughs> games at seven, seven Eastern. Really. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, out. Um. All right. I like interesting angle. Okay. So my next pick is going to be. Uh, I'm looking at the Bills and the Cardinals game, and I'm going to be taking the Bills over 26 and a half points. Uh, this total keeps rising, and I. I'm a little – I, I want to back the Bills here, but I don't really like the spread. Um, so I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, um, kind of following the line movement there. And I think you're going to get – you think you're getting a little bit of value at the 26-and-a-half um, rather than like a plus two or a plus two-and-a-half. Um, so I, I like their offense. I think they're going to put up some points. We've seen uh, the Cardinals and the Bills both in some shootouts lately. Uh, I like this game over 26-and-a-half. You fucking love betting totals, no matter what sport you're doing. I love totals. Wow. So cool. So cool. 
Thanks. I mean, I'm just just like just there. like last week's. I I like it, but it's it's a total. So you know. weird. <laughs> Um, all right, two picks from me. My second pick is going to be the Denver Broncos at plus five. Uh, this is a game – and look, the Broncos, not a great football team. They are 29th in DVOA, but the Raiders, also not a great football team, 22nd uh, in DVOA. Uh, the Raiders just don't have a defense. They are in the bottom three in the league in defensive DVOA only in front of the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New England Patriots. Wow. Patriots bad, bad at defense. Wow. Um, yeah, I, got, I just dropped their fucking fantasy. <laughs> um, so the Broncos here, I like what I see out of Locke in terms of what he does late in games. He, you know, has a lot of passing attempts because his team's down, but has generally – kept his team and you know you saw in week eight the comeback victory against the chargers and then last week against the falcons came back didn't cover um but they were damn big in the second half he turned it around so i i like what i see in terms of second half adjustments from this broncos team and i don't think the raiders defense is good enough to hold a backdoor cover uh so you know i do i think the raiders blow them out. Not, not at all. I think this is going to be a close divisional game. And I think the Broncos not dead yet. They still have a decent defense. <laughs> not and, dead yet. And Drew Locke seems to be a good enough playmaker to keep his team in games. Jerry Judy looks like probably the best wide receiver in the class so far um, in that first round that we saw Great. last year. Uh, so I'm going with the Broncos plus five, just because it's outside of that four uh, key number. The third and final game that I'm taking, I looked at this game for a long time, and I do not understand why the Bears are under three-point underdogs at home um, on Monday night against a team that's three and five. So, obviously, Bears have been skittish a little bit. They've been, you know, they lost their last three games in a row. Vikings, you know, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, beat the Packers, beat the Lions, kind of look like a different team. But this is Kirk Cousins in a primetime game against a team that I think is better. And the metrics, you know, kind of say it. Vikings are still 14th in DVOA uh, and the Bears are 17th in DVOA. But the Bears defense top five in the league. So you're getting Kirk Cousins in primetime, a spot that he is awful in against the Bears with a top five defense. I think that they'll shut down Dalvin Cook or at least stop him enough to make this game, uh, you know, know, the the Bears will put up 20 20 to 25 points and win this game. Uh, The Vikings have not the best defense, bottom half of the league. So, I I, again, I don't know why they're favored. So, if I have this game, Bears minus two and a half, Bears minus three, and I can get Bears plus three, I'm taking Bears plus three every time. Give me the home dog, which I think, uh, you know, against Kirk Cousins at a primetime spot. There. Cool, um, cool, cool, cool. My last pick is going to be uh, Bucks minus five at the Panthers. Um, you've seen this line. It opened uh, around the key number six, and now it's kind of dipped under because the Panthers got bet. Um, but – I like this game. The Bucks were at home. They were minus seven. I don't really think – I feel like the home field advantage is just not really a thing this year. 
And I think the Bucs are a better team than the Panthers. I know that Teddy covers, and I think that that's been something that uh, people have talked about this season. And I think that, you know, the Buck, this line is a little too low considering the way the Bucs just got beat down last week um, by the Saints. Uh, I think that the Bucs are, you know, cap- totally capable of covering that five-point spread. Um, they covered a seven-point spread early in the season against this team. Um, and they're going to be without Christian McCaffrey, uh, or at least it looks that way. Again? So, yeah, shoulder injury or something. Yeah, I know. So uh, it looks like, you know, he played in the first game. The Bucks won 31-17. Uh, I, I think that Mike Davis is an adequate replacement. But, you know, it's he McCaffrey, I think we can, as much as I know you guys hate on, uh, it's not just the running backs, but McCaffrey, I think, is more than that. Uh, especially to this team. Um, and I think that the five point spread is just not enough. So I'm going to take the Bucks minus five on the road against the Panthers here. Tom Brady also playing a game at a game time, which he is normally awake. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, <laughs> oh, yeah, was, uh, but, Brady. yeah. but Brady, Brady's like very proud that he goes to bed at seven o'clock at night. And then, you know, in two primetime games, at eight o'clock, he just goes and just sleepwalks through it. So Brady yeah. back to, back to awake hours. Yeah, he's, he'll be he'll have his supper before the game. He's old, man. He's in he's forty three. Yeah, over the hill. What do so you want? As old as you, Harry. Essentially, it's sad. <laughs> sad, sad boy. Um, Finish us are, off, Terry. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. Okay. Uh, with my last pick, I will be going. To Florida, the hot mess of America. Just a tip, just right to the tip. Give me the Miami Dolphins minus two and a half against the San Diego. Uh, man, I'll take a shot. Huh? <laughs> oh, fuck. LA Chargers. Um, it's Is it the game of the week? Has the NFL called it the game of the week yet? You have Tua Tagovailoa against um, Justin Herbert, two rising stars in the league. No. Yes. No. Maybe. Okay. Um, there are better games at four o'clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Um. Anyway, Dolphins coming off big win against the Cardinals. Um. The Chargers seem to lose every close game possible. I don't know if they're gonna make it over the hump. Um. As they continue to lose these games. Uh. It seems like it's weighing on them even more and more. It's very sad. You hear on like Twitter the the radio announcers like talking as they thought the guy caught the the touchdown to win the game for them to slowly realize that it was going to be overturned. Um, it's funny stuff if it's not my team. Um, but Chargers a little banged up. Joey Bosa concussion protocol uh, questionable to play this week, and Brian. Beluga, Beluga, how do you say his name? Like Balaga? a whale, Balaga. I would go oh. Balaga. Uh, he was also uh, limited in practice today. Uh, and uh, Trey Turner, their guards, also limited. So they're a little banged up on the offensive line, as you saw. Dolphins got a lot of pressure on Kyler. Didn't always tackle him. Uh, let him get away. Uh, while Justin Herbert can run. He is not as elusive as Kyler Murray. I'm 
Dolphins defense has been pretty opportunistic this year with turnovers. I think they'll probably create a few more uh, with Herbert, who is prone to turning the ball over. Um, and I found this stat deep in Dolphins did lose Preston Williams to the IR. So they're a little thin wide receiver. Not sure who two is going to throw to. Maybe they'll get the tight ends more involved this week because they have a million of them. Um, but I did find this stat deep in the internet universe that you guys might like. But to a tag of Aloha is Tua and O against the spread in his NFL career. Can't bet against that, right? Just keep riding it. All right. Um, sure. That was from PFF. <laughs> Tua and O? Yes. All right. I don't really have much of an opinion on it, but you're the best. you're the you're the resident fins up guy, so go with it. Uh, so again, we are. We just said the guy that went three and zero last week, but yeah, I'll be that guy, too. guy. Uh, We are again plus twenty point four percent to the SPYs, four point six seven percent. Get your weight up, stock market. We are rolling still twenty eight sixteen and one. Our picks this week again. I have the Rams minus one and a half, Broncos plus five, Bears plus three, Joe Delera, Ravens minus seven, Bills over 26 and a half team total, and Bucks minus five. Terry takes the three and oh man last week, Bengals plus seven, Titans minus one tonight, and the Dolphins minus two and a half. That's it for the odds versus SPY. Let's take it away with Pods and Rex. Producer Corey, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Did you want something? I wanted you to start it off with pods and Rex. I'm kidding. See if you were still paying it. attention. I was not, but I knew we were doing. Pods and Rex. <laughs> um, also, first before, before, did we, did you get a call back from, uh, no call back yet. Uh, the, the hopefully Trump, the FBI just comes and gets me the Trump war room, uh, oh, for your, for He's your, uh, documented too. For your voter oh. fraud, after you voted as a dead person, well, it wasn't Caster me. It was County. Dale Denton. Dale Denton. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just north of the back. Poconos. North of the Poconos. Uh, you know, I come down to uh, where did I say I was from? Lancaster, and uh, I, don't I know, just went. Just I, I stopped. I stopped. I stopped at Sheets, got a hoagie, and then went and voted as a dead person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All in a day's work for uh, Dale Denton. All right. What do you um, got for Pods and Rex? Uh, what was I going to recommend? I had something for this. Oh, uh, Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Great. Started That's the chess it. show, right? That's, yeah, it's the chess yeah. show. Uh, I was upset and worried it was going to be super overhyped because everyone has been telling me to watch it. I'm here to verify that it is not overhyped. Um, nothing other than like a really unfortunate orphan girl who uh, may stumble across something that changes her life for the better or does it. I don't know. Autism? Can't wait. Is it autism? Yes. Not not no. the fact that her parents tried to. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, it's the autism. It, I've it's... I've said too much. <laughs> and now now you're sending me down that path. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Uh, I ripped through three episodes right before we started today, and I can't wait to finish this so I can go finish. Nice. Nice. Anyone else have anything to recommend? Yeah, I do. Um, I recommend getting a pair of man tights and uh, <laughs> okay, okay, Joe, Peter Joe, Pan. Joe, 
Joe. No, like Joe, it's 80 fucking degrees outside. Well, yeah. No. Why I'm do you saying, need more swampage in there right now? You're no, talking like long johns? No, not not long johns. Don't like, tell me it's gonna keep your hammy warm. It's bullshit. Compression is bullshit. No, no, no. It's not about it's not about compressing. I'm saying like they're nice to like kind of lounge around the house in. Like you get a pair, not they're not compression ones. They're like uh they're like workout ones. And like you could work out on them if you want. It's kind of nice for the bike, you know. Uh I, I got the bike set up in the apartment. Uh, so I like it for that, but also like, it's not bad. Like you can lounge around in them. They're not cold. They're not too hot. Um, and, uh, it feels pretty good. So Joe, are you trying to normalize you wearing biking shorts? So the next time we see you wearing them like casually, we're not going to say anything. Not, they're not shorts though. They're three. Yeah, cool. I know. I, I feel like this is a warm up. This is like a conversation. Like that's like one of three conversations that ends up with you wearing biker shorts in public and no one questioning it. Listen, biker shorts in public is a lot. Uh, I'll stick with my six or five and a half inch the chubbies. Uh, but I, I do recommend like men's workout tights, like, but they're not really tight. So you don't want the compression ones. The untight tights for men. Got it. Yes, yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm so confused. Um, okay. I'm going to. <laughs> All right. Sir, those look like a like eight year olds baseball pants. <laughs> They'd be that's what I'm saying. They're awesome. They're so multifunctional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Oh god. <laughs> if we I weren't on a gonna... list after last episode, we're for sure on a list this time. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thank God right. we don't put out the video portion of this. I gotta give everybody something that like you know something different here. I know about the Queen's Gambit. Netflix suggested it to me. I didn't know about men's tights other than this. <laughs> I'm going to go again with Netflix, um, but this is an oldie. Uh, I've been rewatching Chappelle's show since they just put that on Netflix, and it is. Oh. It was so ahead of its time, my God. And that's it. That's really all I have to say. Like every every fucking episode holds up. All the skits are funny. Like it's just a, a masterpiece of modern comedy even though it's more than 10 years old like 15 years old that's all i have to say about that terry last guy uh i uh recommend going to bed early just feels nice went to bed early the other night hey tom yeah me and tom both 43 years old we like to go to bed early we both you know are dated to are dating world's richest supermodels. I'm Giselle's side piece. Uh, Tom doesn't know. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, we're going to end this podcast. NFL Week 10 this weekend. Enjoy watching the Masters. Uh, again, we had our dub that in the whole podcast, uh, the Masters edition, a tradition unlike any other. We will see you next week to gloat in our pick winnings on both golf and the NFL and we will see you very soon for the odds guys podcast Donna DeLeo, Joe Dallara, Terry Takes, Bruce or Corey God bless Bye Enjoy your naps this weekend
Hold on.